0: When I was growing up, I was always told that I was too much to handle. I was too loud, too opinionated, too demanding, just plain too much. Now, as an adult, I celebrate these qualities within myself and within the women I know. This is a call to action. This is a space to own your too muchness. This is too much to handle. hannah cranston here and today i am back with another solo episode you guys i am answering all of your questions about moving in with a significant other how do you know when it's time what do you need to discuss beforehand how do you figure out finances We are getting into it all today. This might be my most personal podcast yet. Um, But before we get to that and your questions, I want to give a shout out to the reviewer of the week. It's Jessica with a bunch of J's and E's and S's and I's and C's and A's. And she said exactly what we needed, an inspiring and entertaining look into the never ending conundrum faced by girls in our modern world. Yes, that is so true. I'm so glad that you feel that and see that. That is the entire goal behind my podcast. And it means so much to me that you took the time to write that. And if you guys listening, just have a moment, literally 30 seconds to leave a review. One, I'll give you a shout out. And two, it means so, so much to me and to the life of this podcast So please, please, please consider doing that. It would mean just the world, would mean the world to me. Um, Okay, let's jump into the meat of this podcast today. Um, I'm actually recording from my new apartment now. Um, I just moved in um, this past weekend. And so I I hope this setup works. I hope it's not too echoey since our furniture situation is not complete yet. Uh, Obviously, Tucker will be doing random things during this podcast. So hold tight if you hear somebody chewing a bone or jingling or I don't know, whatever, whatever else he does. Um, (laughs) I still need to figure it all out. But um, the week before this move was a nightmare. Um, It was a complete, complete nightmare. Um, Well, one, I had... Um, We had kind of envisioned moving in together mid-April to the end of April, Um, and then I had some work things come up, and then an apartment opened up, so we ended up pushing the date almost three weeks uh, up, and so I honestly had a week and a half to get my shit together and pack up my room um, that I lived in for four years. And if you don't know me personally, which I assume there's, you know, a thousand of you that listen to this and I only have a few friends. Um, <laughs> I, I'm a hoarder. I am, you guys, this is, this is a confession. I am a hoarder. Not like enough to be featured on TLC, but enough uh, that it's not acceptable. I'm not gonna lie to you. It is not acceptable, the things I keep. The things that I found in the back of my closet or in my pantries, uh, I put on my story, my Instagram story, that I found a half-eaten cookie from 2017. Now, most of you are shocked that the cookie is from 2017. To be honest, when I found it, I was shocked that it was half-eaten I mean, that is so unlike me not to eat the whole cookie. I don't know what I was doing in 2017, but thank God uh, I have evolved since then. Um, So I had a week and a half to kind of pack up my entire life um, and move. And the week before I moved, I was, one, just deluged with work. Um, Two, Tucker... As much as I love him, he's kennel trained at night. And there was one night where I was like, well, you know, he's been such a good boy. Like, maybe I'll just let him sleep with me tonight in my bed. Like, that's probably not going to happen when we move. And this will be his little treat. That was the biggest mistake I've ever made. Because he decided to get up in the middle of the night, go through my trash and eat a battery, a battery. So that was uh, the Wednesday before the Saturday I moved. So the Wednesday I'm like tr- dealing with so much work and then I have to run to the vet and pay $300 in pet x-rays to find his battery that he's eaten just to find out that he pooped it out. So I just lost all of that money. I mean, peace of mind is very important. I was best money I've ever spent because I was freaking out. And then, this is fun, the Friday before we move, I'm sitting in my room at my desk trying to get as much work done as possible so that I can use my weekend to move, and all of a sudden, the power goes out at like 11.30 a.m., I'm like, that's so weird. And I look outside and it's not out in the entire apartment. It's just our apartment. And so I walked over. My roommate uh, also works from home. Uh, and I was like, hey, did you, you you re-upted, re-upped the uh, power bill, right? Like I told you I was ending it on this Friday. You you, you restarted it, right? No. So he didn't <laughs> restart power for our apartment and I had to transfer it to the new apartment so we had lost power we called LADWP and they can't get somebody to turn it back on until the following Monday so now I'm in my apartment in the dark with no internet trying to finish work and get stuff done and pack up my shit <laughs> so it was a- it was a little hectic. It was a little stressful, but once Saturday came, you know, we figured it out, um, and we actually connected a uh, extension cord from the apartment's power supply, and just had this giant extension cord go into the window of his room so that we could at least plug in our router because that was very important for us obviously uh so at least i was able to do my work i wasn't able to see anything and had to uh pack up my room with a lantern at night but (laughs) it all worked out everything came uh we moved in saturday and um we're getting there. We're we're putting our stuff together and um, organizing and figuring out all the different things we need and going to Bed Bath and Beyond and all of that fun stuff. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you can hear Tucker snoring through this, but um, so we made it all work. And um, this is the first time that I am living with a significant other, and I am diving in head first. Uh, cause I'm going to find out if boys really do have cooties. It's an age old question. And I'm out here in the, in the trenches trying to find you guys an answer. You're welcome. Um, but in all seriousness, I do want to answer your questions. Um, I called these from my Instagram. I posted about the move and asked you guys what you wanted to know. And so I will be answering those now. So at it's my my underscore xo asked when did you know it was the right time to move in together it's kind of a tough question because i knew i wanted to move in with b um in october i i knew then that early you know the following year we would we would live together um He brought it up, actually, um, I think probably maybe near the end of October. Maybe it was the beginning of October. He brought it up in October saying, you know, we should think about this, Um, but nothing concrete or no dates or anything like that. Um, And I'm really actually glad that we waited a while. Um, One of the concerns was waiting until his lease was up. Um, I was on month to month, so it didn't really matter for me. So we wanted to wait till his lease was up. Um, and the other component, uh, and reason that I am happy that we waited is at this point, we know we've been together for, for long enough, uh, that he has seen me at my worst, (laughs) honestly, probably worse than, Anyone has ever seen me um, and still didn't waver in wanting to live together and wanting to continue our relationship, which I think is a fear that so many of us have. And I know that something that I struggle with and have struggled with is showing somebody my true self, showing somebody, um, you know, all the different sides of me, both the good and the really bad. And feeling as if they still love you. Um, Not necessarily despite that, but just taking it all in and loving every part of you because that's part of you. Um, That is something that I wasn't used to and something that I think I was very fearful in the beginning of this relationship. Um, And I think so many women have this where we feel like if we show somebody our quote unquote crazy side, are they still going to love us and, you know, have that same excitement about us? And I think, you know, even though I know and talk about how women aren't crazy because we're not, we are not, and that you should embrace your emotions and somebody should still love you because of those emotions um, and embrace all of that, I'm still a person. Like I still have those fears myself. You know what I mean? Like logically, I think we all are on the same page, but sometimes emotionally it's a little harder. And so I had those and then seeing him, you know, witness my 2 a.m. temper tantrums and still, you know, love me and, be totally cool the next morning um, was another sort of sign for me that we should, you know, move forward and live together because that is what I had been craving in a partner for so long. I think it's something that we all crave in a partner. Um, Okay, next question is from at Mystic Valley Farms. And he said, don't you think it's too soon? No, if I thought it was too soon, I wouldn't have done it. (laughs) end of thought uh they also asked did any financial reasons dictate or influence the move um i don't think that financial reasons dictated the move i think if you are moving in with somebody for financial reasons don't move in with them uh find yourself a roommate Um, I don't think that you should ever uh, make a decision that could affect your relationship based off finances. I think there are other ways to save money. Um, I think that we obviously talked about finances and finances played a role in the apartment and area that we chose, but it was, did not play a role in whether or not we were going to move in together. The only way that it did, that was kind of what I mentioned before, in waiting till his lease was up so that he wasn't paying like two rents for six months like that's that's not that's not uh feasible for anybody so yeah I don't think it really played a huge role and I think obviously we talk about finances but we try not to let it we, we want it in the relationship we try not to let it come between the relationship if that makes sense um, at PM, Cookie Monster had a similar question. She says, "What were some important considerations you had before moving in, and how did you navigate those conversations?" She says, "Timing, finances, expectations, etc." So timing—the um, biggest thing about timing was waiting till his lease was up. <laughs> um, but also, it got to a point where we were constantly like, "Oh, if, you know, if we live together, if if we live." together, uh, it would be... so. Sorry, Tucker's making so much noise, guys. I apologize. I can't help it. But me and B would always be talking to each other and we would be like, oh, it'd be so much better if we lived together right now. It'd be so much easier if we lived together right now. We were constantly talking about it. We got to a point where all of our conversations would somehow end up there. And I think that was sort of the biggest indicator that it was the right time where we didn't want to be going home to two separate places and we didn't want to be waking up in two separate places and we wanted to not have our separate lives but create a life together and I think recognizing that and having that be at the forefront of our minds when whenever we talked about anything um was a huge sign that we were moving in the right direction and and should be living together. And then in terms of expectations, we definitely talked about the expectations that we had of the other. I think our two main categories, candidly, were, you know, he loves me and he loves the one that's making a lot of noise right now. He loves Tucker. But, you know, moving in with a dog is different than loving a dog. Um, And you become a dog parent. And with that comes a lot of responsibility. And I don't think people, if you don't have a dog, you don't understand how much work having a dog is. Especially a dog like Tucker, who as lovey and cuddly and perfect as he is, he's, he's pretty high maintenance. He has um, a lot, he's very high energy. He is not the best listener and he, he's a big dog. He weighs 85 pounds. And when he wants something, he will go for it. It doesn't matter how many times you say heal or don't or no, or whatever it is. And so it is a lot of work. It is a lot of parenting and, and discussing how we wanted to handle that process of him becoming essentially tucker's dad was something i think we talked about a lot um just in terms of how we wanted to handle responsibility and duties and expectations that i don't think a non-dog owner thinks about in terms of like your stuff <laughs> hey, maybe they don't think about the fact that if you're trying to record a podcast your dog's gonna be making a lot of noise but in terms of the fact that like a lot of my stuff has been ruined since having tucker and that's just part of having a dog is they're going to find your shoes. They're going to, you know, probably accidentally hit your stuff over or anything like that. And making sure that he was aware of that going into this, I think was a, was something that we talked about a lot. And then in terms of his expectations for me, as I mentioned before, I am a hoarder and I am... One of my dirty secrets is that I am kind of dirty. I, I'm not gonna lie to you guys; like, I am not the cleanest person on the planet. I I think I'm clean, like hygienically, but in my apartment, I'm not super clean, and I am working on that. <laughs> um, uh, so I think those are things that we had talked about. And then, in terms of finances. Before we moved in, that was the first time that we really got into talking about our finances and what we both had in the bank and how much we both made and what we want to pay for rent. And I think the way that we approached that conversation was extremely, extremely honestly. And you have to have, before you move in together, you have to have those honest conversations. Like if something bothers you about the way that the other person lives or what you want or what you want to pay or what you don't want to pay and what you can pay, um, you need to put all of that on the table. You need to don't leave anything out. Like it all has to be out there so that you can go in with very clear boundaries and expectations. Um, So we were really, really super honest about everything before moving in. And I think something that we have, um, I guess developed in our relationship and have as a cornerstone of these kind of conversation is we always maintain touch through any awkward or upsetting conversation. I've talked about this before, but whether it's holding hands or putting a hand on the other person's shoulder or knee or anything like that, even when we're upset with each other or even when the conversation is awkward, Reminds us that at the end of this conversation, like, we still love each other. We still are in this together. We are still listening and there for the other one. And I think doing that through the conversations about expectations, about finances, um, about boundaries that we wanted to set in and living together was really helpful um, because... At the end of the day, while the move was really stressful and we had to consider all of these different aspects and we were worried about this thing or that thing, the one thing that we never questioned or stressed or worried about was the fact that we wanted to live together and we knew that it was right for us. And so reminding each other of that through these conversations, through the stressors um, and through everything else involved in a move, I think made it a lot more seamless, not only logistically for us, but also in terms of the evolution of our relationship. Um, So that answers that question. Dude, can you calm down? We can edit that out. Sorry, guys. I apologize. The next question is from Wolverine, who says, engaged? Uh, No, we are not. We are living in sin. Um, Actually, it was kind of funny. The other day, we were talking to um, his brother-in-law, and they were talking about how they had so much stuff in their apartment because they had gotten so much from their wedding. And I was like, dang, like, I wish... I wish we could get a ton of stuff for our new apartment. Like there needs to be a registry for people living in sin too. So <laughs> we are living in sin. It is true. If you want to send us a food processor or a cake potter, we will gladly accept it. Um, we actually have been really stressed because we don't have a, a toaster yet. And I feel really passionate about bread, obviously. And that is something that, I'm trying to figure out and I'm trying to work through and I'm trying to cope with. So we're getting there. Um, A lot of people have questions like this. At um, our white wolf said, are you getting married? Uh, Not now. Um, I think when you uh, cohabitate with a partner or a significant other, I think that conversation should probably come up beforehand. I think that you should talk about your future together. It shouldn't just be like, oh, we're gonna move in together and see what happens. I think there should be conversations around why you're moving in together and what you see in store for your future together prior to moving in because um, you wanna make sure that you're on the same page with the other person. So I think if we thought that we weren't gonna marry each other, uh, we wouldn't move in together. So obviously, that's that's been. We talk about our future. We talk about um, what we see in store for that. Um, but yeah, we did not. We did not make this decision flippantly, and this was not something that was sort of a casual. Oh, let's you know shack up together. It was more of a, a serious next step in our relationship. Uh, The Thinker, 1958, knows me super well. He said, so Tucker said yes. (laughs) Tucker loves my boyfriend. um, And I think they will have some good quality time together uh, now, especially since I uh, will be traveling a lot for work. And so I think they're going to be bestest friends. They love each other now, but I think, I think uh, Tucker may, may replace me, especially while I'm <laughs> while I'm away, <laughs> uh, which is which is important. Like I, I think dog owners get this, but how your dog interacts with your significant other is so important. I don't know. I mean, how my parents, you know, th- thought and and viewed my boyfriend was important, but I think. To be completely honest, I think Tucker's reaction was more, more important. You know, like dogs, they just have, they have that sense. They know, they know a good person versus a bad person. I don't know what it is. It's some sort of like witchcraft magic, a uh, part of their special miracleness. I don't know, but Tucker loves him. And so that was definitely an important consideration in this process. At Jason's, S. Simon says, it is hard to tell, but your new place looks a little smaller than your old apartment. Is it? Jason, uh, a little little creepy, but uh, it is smaller Um, just because at my old place, I lived with three people. So it was a three bedroom um, and that would be excessive if me and my boyfriend got a three bedroom for the two of us plus the dog well i guess there's three of us if we all wanted our own bedroom i guess that would have been fine but uh yes it is smaller than uh my old apartment but i don't have two roommates now so i guess i kind of do i guess wow i really messed up huh jason dang okay moving on um gags 0712 says How long have y'all been together now? I know you said you were together a while before talking about him. So, um, yeah, I, I, you guys, Tucker is servicing himself currently. (laughs) I'll read that question over so we can cut that out or leave it in so everybody could hear that magical noise. So, gags 0712 ask how long have y'all been together now i know you said you were together a while before talking about him yes he is the first boyfriend that i have uh ever talked about publicly and i think part of that was that i knew that it was serious very early on and was something that was going to be a large part of my life um so, I waited a little bit to talk about him, but we've been together um, eight months now, I think, eight or nine months. Um, so, I think, you know, everybody's on sort of a different path with their relationship and with their partner and where they want to be and how they're advancing and all of that kind of stuff. Because I know couples that have been together for three years who don't live together and I know couples that moved in with each other after 3 months. So it's really just kind of what works best for you and what feels right for you. That there shouldn't be any sort of timeline. Like I think if you told me 2 years ago before meeting B that I would, you know, know after, you know, th- 4 months of dating with dating somebody that I wanted to live with them and that I would move in 4 months after that, I would be like, "Yeah, right." Yeah, right. I love my alone time way too much. I would never move in that quick and blah, blah blah blah. But um, when you're in it, it's a little bit different. And so just kind of gotta feel it out. Feel, what, see what feels right in your gut. Big big fan of making decisions with my gut. And this was one. And because like you guys know, like when you make a decision, you really listen to your gut. It's always the right decision. Your gut knows. You guys have such great intuition, and sometimes it gets clouded by other factors, but when you really can tap into that, you know what is right for you, and so I knew in my core that this was right for me, and I think there were a lot of, like, external forces, um, and you know, fears that tried to talk me out of it and be like, wait, maybe this is too soon and maybe this is not the right place and maybe da, da 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 And once I just sort of like became quiet and really listened to myself versus trying to listen to whatever sort of external sources or things that I've been told was trying to um, influence me, that's when... I had clarity and knew that this was the right decision to move in together. So my biggest, biggest tips for moving in successfully with a significant other is one, we've, we went through this, talk about these non-negotiables beforehand. Talk about what's important for you. Talk about your expectations. Talk about your boundaries. Be completely honest. Do not leave anything out. Even if you know the other person's not going to agree with you or not going to be able to um, meet those expectations, discuss them and figure out how you can compromise. There were a lot of compromises that we made in in moving in together. And we, um, you know, I, I love our relationship. But of course, any relationship, when you're putting two people together, coexisting there's going to be compromises and so figuring those out beforehand I think was really really helpful because once we stepped into our new apartment we already kind of knew the 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 lay of the land in terms of how we were going to um, exist in this space together and then my second tip would be to let shit go. Do not stress about everything. Do not freak out or worry about where this piece of art is going to go or if you're going to be able to pack all this stuff or if something breaks along in the move. Just let it go. At the end of the day, those things do not matter. It just matters that you are in the same place. We were so stressed about I was so stressed, I guess I should say, about what part of town we were moving in. Um, I moved far away from where I was living before and I was so stressed about that. And then I realized, okay, it's not that big of a deal. I could live in Timbuktu in a cardboard box with this man and we would still be happy. And remembering that let me um, be a little bit more flexible and let things go more. And then my third and final tip is to remember why you are doing this. Remember that you want to be around this person all the time. You want to wake up with them. You want to go to sleep with them. You want to create a life together. And I think keeping that in the back of your mind during all the stressful move and the you know stressors of of joining forces in this process um, makes. It that much easier and gives you more purpose and intention through it all as well. That is all I have for today. Uh, if you guys have more questions, please send them to me in Instagram. I will be updating you on how this move goes and I'm going to update you on the whole cooties thing in a few weeks. I'll do some investigative research. I'll figure it all out and I'll get back to you. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode that Tucker really tried to uh, take over. Now he's decided to lick me. I apologize for the sound. I, I hope you guys still enjoyed the content despite uh, the, the sounds of Tucker serv- servicing himself. Um, All right, please, please, please be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. Also, please rate and review this podcast. I'll be giving shout outs and reading your comments every week. It means so much to me. So please just take 10 seconds and do it. And just a reminder, we'll be coming at you every Wednesday. So buckle up because it's going to be too much to handle. See you next week.